I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Made a real New Year's resolution this year to chuck cynicism because I just don't want it screwing up my life. Too many of my friends have let that make a downturn in, in where they're going and what they're doing. And I just, I don't want it, you know? So I said, I'm going to chuck cynicism this year. And I just spent about a half an hour keeping that resolution. I had such a good time. Had all I could do to keep from bouncing up and down in my chair and popping jelly beans. What a great time. Just came back from giving the little kid next door her first ride in a small airplane. Kid's name's Emily, and she is eight years old. It's a good age. She's old enough to know what's going on, but not quite old enough to hate being seen around adults. That's going to happen in a few years. You probably know that. But right now, she just loves being her little eight-year-old jelly bean self. Now, if you have kids of your own, you have probably learned that having kids is a little bit like having a bowling alley installed in your head. So... Wonder Wench and I both really love Emily, but she's not ours. Emily is Randy and Bernadette's daughter, our next-door neighbors. Uh, She was at our house because my lady Wonder Wench was babysitting for her. A couple of hours ago, we got a phone call saying that the repair work on my little airplane was finally finished. I could come and get it and fly it home. So Wonder Wench called Bernadette and asked if it would be okay to take Emily along on just a little short flight. And Bernadette said, well, if Emily wants to go, okay. You know, and boy, did she ever. She bounced up and down in the back seat of the car all the way to the airport, popping jelly beans and asking, are we almost there yet? Now, Emily has been around. You know, she's a worldly eight-year-old. I mean, she's been on an airliner to Disney World. But this was different, you know, because this time she got to sit up in front in the co-pilot seat right next to me. And she put on this big pair of headphones that Wonder Wench usually uses. And, and she got to listen to all the strange words that pilots and controllers use at an airport. Words like ATIS and uh, ground and squawk 1200 and clearance delivery and tower and departure. You know, that's the kind of stuff that airline passengers don't get to hear. And Emily wanted to know exactly what everything meant. Emily's very smart, so I tried to explain everything as carefully as I could. For a few minutes, it felt like I was taking a flight check with a four-foot-three-inch flight instructor. Except that while you're waiting for clearance to take off, most flight instructors don't pop jelly beans and bounce up and down in the seat next to you and ask, hey, when are we going flying? I was a little bit worried that when we powered up and actually took off, the noise and the speed might scare her a little bit. But as the wheels lifted, I heard this little eight-year-old voice in the headphones actually giggling. And when she looked down at the ground, at the houses and the cars that were getting smaller pretty fast, she popped the jelly bean and she said it. In kind of an amazed whisper, she just said, Cool. She had about 16 O's between the K and the L. And to tell you the truth, I understand exactly what she meant, because after more than 20 years of flying, I sometimes have kind of a hard time keeping from saying exactly the same thing. At least I don't say it out loud, you know, so the other guys on the radio frequencies can hear. Wasn't it Captain Marvel who had a magic word? Shazam, wasn't that it? He had to say Shazam to have his superhero powers kick in. 
And when Emily said cool like that, had kind of a Shazam effect on me. I've always been a little short on the superhero powers department, so instead of superpowers in my case, the magic word kicked in feelings and images from my kidhood. And they were so powerful. I kind of had to tighten my seatbelt down to the total agony setting to keep myself from bouncing up and down in the seat just like Emily. I mean to tell you, I was having some kind of fun. On the way back to my home airport, I took a little bit of a detour so I could show Emily her house from the air. And she did it again. She looked down and she said, it looks so little. Cool. Then she started reciting all the new words that she heard at the airport. And she was bouncing up and down and popping a jelly bean, you know, and it was just a short flight. And we were on final approach to the airport uh, with the wheels and the flaps down and we were cleared to land. I had to ask her to be quiet so I could concentrate on the landing. And she looked up at me and she did it again. She popped another jelly bean and she said, cool, roger and out. (laughs) I told you about my New Year's resolution, you know, chuck the cynicism. I just don't want it screwing up my life. And these days, it's sometimes a hard resolution to keep. Wonder Wench and I went to see a Wayne Newton concert last night. By the way, his voice is gone, but he still puts on a great show. If you get a chance to see him, you ought to do it. But at the end of the performance, he dedicated America the Beautiful to our troops in the Middle East. And the audience loved it, and so did I. But then he called the enemy godless and gutless terrorists. And the audience loved that, too. And I got to tell you, my cynicism kicked into high gear because that's exactly what they call us, godless and gutless terrorists. And the fact of the matter is that both sides, us and them, we both believe in God. Give it a different name, but same thing. And I think it takes plenty of guts to go out and blow each other up. There's more than enough terror to go around both sides, too. It was getting me down. And then we went for that little short plane ride. And little Emily said, cool, with the 16 O's in the middle. And she bounced up and down and she popped a bunch of jelly beans. And all of a sudden, shazam, (laughs) my world was happy again. That's silly, I know. But you know, the president's a pilot. And I got this quick flash of what it might be like if he took the Ayatollah for a little flight like that. You know, not like two big shots, just... Two guys seeing something that's cool. Can you imagine them popping jelly beans together, you know, and jumping up and down on their seats? Now, I know it's not going to happen, but I kind of like the idea. And you know what I found? Over a long period of time, I have found that sometimes the best way to solve the most serious problem is with the silliest solution. Okay, time for Dick's Details. Some interesting but totally unimportant facts for you to stick into one of your ears so you can push the important stuff that's keeping you awake out the other. President Andrew Jackson, the guy on the $20 bill, he was involved in more than 100 duels. Guess in those days that's how guys proved they were big shots, huh? Half the genes in a banana are the same as the genes in a human, which kind of explains some of our politicians. A rhinoceros's horn is made out of compacted hair. Which I guess explains why most of the rest of them is bald. You know, they get all stuck up there. Speaking of bald, why don't we call a very rapidly receding hairline a balderdash? Dick's Details. 
They take your mind off your mind. Okay, follow along with me now, will you? I want you to think about 3 o'clock in the morning. You're up listening to this pod program. And you hear the rumble of a single-engine airplane way up in the clouds. You ever wonder why some guy's up there at that time of night? Well, lots of times he's flying checks to a central banking location. Seriously, that's how it's done. But do you ever wonder what he's thinking? That's not necessarily about his cargo or anything like that. One of our personal audio CDs is called Love Comes When You Least Expect It. And it's about two pilots and a woman. And here's a few minutes of what one of those pilots in the story was thinking about the woman in the middle of the night, high up there in the clouds. There's nothing out there but the midnight, as far as you can see. The altimeter hands point to 10,000 feet, but it might as well be 10,000 miles. An occasional star pops through the broken layer of clouds above, but the layer below is solid. There's hardly any outside perspective at all except the single-engine growl of my airplane. You don't know if you should feel big or small, old and beautiful or young and ugly. Only the instruments can tell if you're right side up, and they sometimes lie. But the only feeling here is that I am absolutely alone. Under the clouds, there are touch-me looks flicking across rooms, private words purring in velvet places, supple leather, black lace, and soft lips coming undone for careful fingertips and on careful words. Telephones are cradled on naked shoulders, and the night is flexing with lovers moving together in the dark. Babies are crying. People are taking each other's lives, earning or losing each other's trust, and trying to deal with being alone. We always meant to make love here, two miles above the city. We were going to take a summer and fly all the way across the country, stopping to eat at small-town diners and sleeping under the wing. We were going to always be in love. But someone taught us both that there are rules that we must follow, as if life were some kind of baseball game. But you only get one strike this season. And the first time you touch a member of the other team with your naked body, for any reason, you're gone. Is that how the rule reads, my love? Was I out as soon as I touched her? Or was it as soon as I took pleasure in the seduction? Would I have been safe if I hadn't enjoyed it? Or if at least one of us had been wearing a more proper uniform. Could you have looked the other way if her lips had been a little cooler? 
Exactly what was it that I did with her that got me ejected from the game? Every game has its limits. Nine innings, three outs. But only one mortal sin, and you're gone. I have loved you all of the days of my life, and all but one of the nights. You don't want to send me away, but that's the way your rule book reads. And so I must leave you as I have loved you. And I have loved you, not perfectly, but well. And so I will leave you all the rest of the days of my life. And all but one of the nights. It may be tomorrow, it may be next year, it may be a decade or two. But one night, when touch-me looks are flickering across rooms, Private words are purring in velvet places. Supple leather, black lace, and soft lips are coming undone for careful fingertips. One night when babies are crying, people are taking each other's lives, and I am still trying to deal with being without you. Then listen, my love, for a single engine airplane growling two miles up in the clouds, and you and I will love just one more night. personal audio CD called Love Comes When You Least Expect It. If you like it, you can just keep the pod program if you like, or you can go back to the website, DickSummer.com, and click on the Love Comes When You Least Expect It icon and download a fresh copy from CD Baby, whatever works for you. So what have we learned? Half of Catherine Zeta-Jones's genes are the same as half of the genes in a banana. I will think about that every time... I peel a banana. <laughs> Lots of times the small airplane that you hear flying in the middle of the night is delivering checks. Maybe one of them is yours. And most importantly for me anyway, next time I have some big serious problem and it has me feeling down and kind of cynical, I want to look for a silly solution to the serious problem. I'm gonna, maybe I'll pop a few jelly beans and, and bounce up and down in my seat a few times. Sure worked for me today. to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. 
That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.